Hello and welcome to, finally, another episode of Big Sad Fun. My name is James Johnson. I'm here with my co-host... Edward Dickey. And Edward, we're doing a little bit of a remote uh, show today from the house instead yeah, of we're the at, studio. we're at your house. This is, it's, this is weird. It's, it's kind of weird, little different. Right? So yeah, we've, recording... we've been a little busy, so we haven't recorded in a while. You know what? We took our summer vacation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we picked the exact right time to take a summer vacation right before the NBA Finals. Yeah, exactly. And so now we have a whole and, month and, of sports any, to talk any about. Any lead up to the NBA draft, and <laughs> we can talk about none of it. Um, we really, our producers, uh, i.e. us, yeah, uh, some of the best in the game. <laughs> Who are our producers? <laughs> Is it just but, the text uh, chain between the two of us? It's uh, it's great to be back. Uh, it's good to see you, Edward, and uh, let's get into it's, it. It's good to be seen by you. You know, so we were talking about um, what our big sad fun was going to be. For today, and obviously, there's been a lot happening uh, in in the there's world. There's been of a sports. lot, but also not a lot, and that's that's part of what we're going to talk about yeah. today. Um, so, but so we call a teaser in the business. We wanted to say that's right. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so we're going to start with the Braves today as part of our big. Um, you 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 suggested this. What's going on with the Braves? I know that they were I mean, on over, an eight game winning streak until over, last I mean, night, and it was kind of it was an interesting clash of. You know, two really hot teams, and I mean the Reds are just are they actually hot. good or are they just hot? And that's that's kind of the question we all want to know. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, what's the difference? I heard. Well, I heard that's that's a great that's a great word. Like uh, you know, because I, if, if you're into if you're in the winning games business, then winning games makes you good. Yeah. Right? If you um, win games, you're. I good. will say though that. Uh, that kid they got who's like Ellie. Yeah. Um, I'm this new hot. I can't Monitor. remember his last name. It's one of those double last names, but yeah. I mean, he hit for the cycle in the sixth by the sixth inning last night. Like, the kid, kid's the real deal. I, um, I feel like the cycle should be harder to do than it actually is. I, I'm always shocked. It seems like something that happens it should happen like once every ten years. Yeah, and it happens at least every year. Yeah, uh, but it, I mean, it's still just impressive. Like, it is impressive. It's hard to do. I will say so. Cincinnati uh, is now on a 12-game winning streak. As yes, of last and, night and we're Braves. first pitch is in a couple hours. Yeah, uh, and this is a lead-up to the game. Uh, <laughs> Something like that. But, it, <laughs> but it, it's still interesting, though, like how hot the Braves have been despite all like give common an, common knowledge. Give me an in- injury update on the Braves. What, what's the situation with their pitchers? I know their pitchers have been hurt. I know You know, the, the two guys who were hurt, I'll... We'll see them when we see them. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that, like, for most teams throughout history, if you lose your two, your top two starting pitchers, that should be a season-crushing. I know that was true for the Roman Empire, you know, when you talk <laughs> about through history. I mean, we talk about through history. It was What really made the Roman Empire fall was starting pitching. Um, the rotation was weak. <laughs> Caesar lost his curveball. And it, <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's – it's interesting though that it hasn't hurt us as much as it should. Right, right. And um, is that just luck or is that good? I mean, is that again winning games? But and I mean, I think at some point it's it's going to just it's going to start to show. Yeah, because like your arms are going to get tired. The young kid Smith Shaver, who he started last night, and he had one other start, and he looked solid the first start. He kind of got tagged up a little bit last night. Yeah, but he's like he's nineteen. Right. He had a couple AAA starts, and then he had one bullpen appearance, and then we're like, all right, we're starting yeah, him. Now, has he been called up because of the injuries, or is, or is this um, is it time for him to go? He's, 19. Is really he's young. 19 or 20. It's He's um, – I don't – I think he was a prospect to get excited about. Yeah. I don't know. I think the injuries definitely 
sped up the process. Escalated, yeah. Um, but I think like we would have been seeing him or hearing about him pretty soon, anyway. Okay. Uh, but I definitely think he. I mean, I don't know. I think it's hard to base it off of one or two games. Right. He probably needs a little more time to cook. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it's something to be excited about for later. But he he struggled last night. Um, a lot of Which lot of walks. Unusual. For he, 19, yeah. 19 year old. Yeah. Well, there was like in the fourth inning, it was like, all right, we got to get him. Like he, he had a <laughs> he had a ball bounce like a solid ten feet in front of the plate. Oh no! And then he hit a guy, and I was like, all Are right. you worried about psychological blowback um, on that? No, okay. <laughs> he's nineteen. He's too dumb to have psychological <laughs> issues. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, I mean, when you were nineteen, you 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 couldn't you didn't even know how to like, spell. When I was games. nineteen, I was. I was uh, I was studying the Bible probably. Is what I was well, the, yeah, because you're a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. But you know, you mistranslate one Bible verse, it sticks with you. It sticks with you. <laughs> That's true. <Let> me, <laughs> give me an update on Soroka. What's the situation? So, there? you know, he had a he's, so he came up. He um, he had a decent start. Then he had a, then he struggled his second start. The velocity was still there. I think what they're what they need to kind of work with him is the second pitch, the yeah. second and third pitch. Yeah. Uh, there's just Christmas crispness. Yeah, on Christmas is great. Great time of year. <laughs> he's he's he's, work, work, he's gonna come back around Christmas <laughs> in the off season. Um, but oh oh oh, who wouldn't go? But I think we will see him again. Okay. Um, he's yeah, had a, he's he had another good. Braves. We're not. You're not uh, dumping him. I've heard no, reports no. that maybe it's time to give up on the Soroka experiment. He's 26. Yeah. Well, and he's I was a, 26 he's a, once. A lot of people gave up on me, and here I am today, shining he, bright like hey, a diamond. Hey, you, you didn't. Uh, you weren't uh, an MLB All Star. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know what I was. That's true. There's no telling. <laughs> you might have been like an insurance salesman at some point. I don't know. Um, every time I talk to you, another layer is peeled back. Um, but. I think I think people who say that are a little re- overreactionary. Yeah. Um, I mean, the guy had two uh, Achilles tears. I mean, that's insane. In a year, it's going to be and, tough and to come back. But isn't it's, that a weird injury for a pitcher in the first place? I mean, they they use the Achilles. The Achilles, yeah. The uh, the Achilles, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, a good little bit. They use the Achilles the, on their tacos. And yeah, exactly, their, yeah. exactly. Uh, but the uh, this because I know that like with an Achilles tear. Like once you get surgery, it's over. Well, it's it's like there's a solid, there's a small chance where it's gonna tear again. Like doing something stupid. Like I know someone, a woman who like she had her Achilles tear, and then she tore it again just like walking in high heels. Oh like, wow! Like you know, it it just it after you get the surgery, there's like a one in thousand something chances that, you know, and that's, that's, the, that's what happened to Soroka he walked into a room wrong he was wearing high heels probably yeah uh, but yeah. I think he stepped on a door frame wrong oh yeah and, and it, it just, just randomly it, snapped yeah um, but I definitely think he will be back um, he's he's too good of a pitcher not to his stuff's too good well, and, and there's a lot of people pulling for him too I think there's yes. a lot of support for him in the fan base as well as in the in the when, when he gets that stuff. start at Truist the, the yeah, the uh, the reaction is going to be electric. It's going to be amazing. Speaking of baseball, this wasn't. I'm throwing a curveball here at Let's you. Let's go. Um, I'll hit it. We might have talked about this. Let's talk about it. Let's talk we, about it if again. We, if we have, we can cut this out. It does, it's a bit of um, the it the, the reverse talk. the reverse boy, reverse okay. boycott <laughs> at the A's. Oh yeah, ha- no, that happened. We mentioned it, but we didn't. We, we, didn't, have, we haven't talked about it since it happened because it just happened like last. That week, was awesome. Week All right, so here's what I heard about it. Okay. The reverse boycott. They had like twenty thousand people show up for it. 
which is still not anywhere close but you, to you, a you full can't, stadium. You can't sit in most of the upper deck, though. There. Is that right? That stadium like, is so it's decrepit. Shut down. <laughs> like, so what, it, obviously, I don't think it had did it have any impact on the actual. It, I mean, they're building a stadium, aren't they, in Las Vegas? Well, it's it's a little kind of still up in the air. Um, like, I mean, it's one of those. So you're saying there's a chance. Um, okay. All right, but it's like the. Uh, because I know the commissioner came out and was like, said like, well, I mean, I'm sorry for what's happening to the fans, but their city should have should have done something. Right. But it's like, right. well, no, get your billionaires to build their own doggone stadiums. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is one of the things I'm not going to budge on. Right. If you have yeah. the money, you should build your own stadium. No, absolutely. Um, the, the city shouldn't be paying for it. But no. um, and but it did it, it. What it kind of did was it showed to people who were still blaming Oakland A's fans. It's like it's not them. Yeah, they just don't want to pay to go see a triple A team, a triple A yeah. team play major league teams. Yeah, um, but I loved the uh, the fifth inning when they all they were silent, silent until the first out. Yeah, and then they all started chanting, "Sell the team, sell the team." And like it got to the point where like the pitcher couldn't hear the, pit, the pitch communicator. <laughs> right. I mean, I thought right. that was awesome. That was um, awesome. Yeah, and in a big, I'm a big. Uh, you know, I always root for the little guy. Right, and, and Oakland is the little guy in this. Well, situation. the the fans in all of these. Yeah, the owner is the empire. That's right. Fans are the rebels. Okay. Um, All right, and I'm always well, usually so a who fan. are the players in this situation. Well, the players are the wild cards. And the wild cards. Are they are they're the ones who can kind of swing it. They can go. Yeah, they can yeah. they can go either way. But well, those, yeah. Uh, hopefully that comes to some kind of uh, peaceful and happy resolution. Although, uh, I mean, if, if like I were if I were the leader of the, of the world, <laughs> you would force them to sell it sell it if to some I local. Rule the world. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, or even go like the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Just let the fans own it. Um, yeah. Well, that's, you know, and that's the only uh, sports franchise, professional sports franchise is owned by the fan base, I believe. Is that, really? is yeah. that correct? I would yeah. think so. Yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, but keep, but them, even in, then, keep, them, keep them in Oakland. Because um, Oakland. O- Oakland deserves something. Yeah. Well, and they've lost everything. I mean, they've lost all their teams. So, well, and it's, and every team is just blaming the city for not paying for it. And, uh, and that's just not it. The city is poor. They shouldn't have to pay for it. <laughs> right. You are right. rich. I guess the theory there is, though, that if you bring in a professional team, you're also bringing in revenue if, if you are... Well, then then by that nature, shouldn't the billionaires then pay the city back once once they have generated enough, the, the taxpayer yeah, money? I mean, that's why, you know, my boy Jerry Jones basically paid for the, the, the A at Jerry and World all by himself. That's the one thing I'll ever say I respect about Jerry Jones. Of course, his team's worth $7 billion, so... Yeah, but uh, you, you, you see where I'm sa- what I'm yeah, saying. I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you. Um, um, but, yeah, no, I thought the voice reverse boycott was awesome. And I cannot talk today for some reason. <laughs> it's, hey, it's been a while. We're out of practice. Yeah, know? exactly. Got a new venue. Uh, everything's a little bit off The feng shui, The feng shui is just... It's, just it's, all, it's all off shui. in here. The <laughs> feng shui. Well, a couple of other things that happened big while we've been away. Uh, the NBA championship. Oh, yeah. So, I think I the last time there. we were on the air, I predicted the Boston Celtics to win game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals. That obviously did not happen. That, that, it was the Miami Heat. Uh, and then oh, the Miami oh, oh, Heat oh, oh, oh. got obliterated by the Denver Nuggets, who it turns it was, out it might a, actually be good. It was a gentleman's sweep. That's right. That's um, right. And, uh, you know... Jokic is the real deal. He is. I, so I think like a lot of people in America, uh, I had not seen a lot of Jokic. I had but not. you never know with a lot of these Europeans. Yeah. Like, 
you you can see talent, but like you never know how well it's going to translate. Yeah, not, how right? well it's going to translate. Well, and we we're going to talk about that in just a second when we talk about the draft. But this Jokic, I mean, like everything, he looks so unathletic on the court. Yeah, like he looks like he's just kind of meandering about, lumbering down the court, and yet he can just pull up and hit a shot from beyond the arc. And he sees the floor. It doesn't he sees say his passing ability. Better than any yeah. I've ever seen. Better than LeBron. He sees like everything comes to him. Like he's like this big, he's got this gravitas on the court. Everything kind of swallows into his black wholeness. And then he can just dish the ball out to three open people. Yeah. Because everyone's collapsed down to guard him. It's it's, it's really wild to watch. It's really yeah. unstoppable. Um, it, And, you know, I think the Heat, the game they won, they did a pretty good job. Of and like they just let Jokic score rather than dish, right? Which is, I mean, that's that's what he wants to do. Yeah, is he wants to dish and so well, it's like, all right, then let's not. And I know that the Heat coach Spolstra said this is like very reductionist to say, oh, well, we just we just, for, him we just forced him to force him to be a scorer. It's like no, there's a, a little more to it. Well, than I that. think that's the thing though, and obviously I'm not an NBA head coach, and I don't uh, know enough about the not NBA yet. to be a specialist. That's right, not yet. Dreams are dreams, man. But don't let them be dreams. It seems to me that just on a base level uh, of of really uninformed analysis, mm-hmm. I could say that uh, that should the, be the name of this podcast. Uh, uninformed analysis. That's good. Um, uh, or incendiary takes. That was the other <laughs> thing I wanted to go with. Uh, anyway, uh, incendiary insight. That's what it was. Um, no, but it seems to me like that what you would want to do then is play a strict man to man, and your guy stays on your guy, the guy that you have, like as tight as possible to ch- to stop the dishing, right? To mm-hmm. stop the the assist, and then you do take have one guy that's one on one with Jokic, and you just go with whatever you can get out of that, mm-hmm. and you 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 stop the passing. That would be the one way I would think to to slow him down. Although yeah. that's a lot easier said than done, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, it's like yeah, if everyone just stays on their man, then no one's gonna score. Like, <laughs> it's that easy, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't see this, this job seems like it's really easy. <laughs> just, just throw, throw the ball, throw the ball in the hoop. I don't get what's so hard about that. I will say, Spolstra, one of the best head coaches uh, in the and, NBA, and I think, I mean, the fact that he made it to the to the finals with like with as Jimmy, many undrafted Jimmy and the Jets. I mean, yeah, basically. basically. And it's gonna be interesting to see if they can do a little uh, reloading this yeah. offseason. Yeah. Um, and I have no idea who they got in the draft. They but. were there was a lot of uh, talk about them getting Beal, but that's obviously not happening because yeah. Beal went to the Suns. But um, the NBA offseason, so I, it, the nature of basketball in that you can really change your team with one player, yeah, makes it very interesting. Yeah. However, the order of it is so crazy, and if we can now transition, yeah. Well, let's. Yeah, how do you get new players in the NBA? You, you draft them. Well, but uh, so, where do you draft them? And we just had the NBA draft this week. So, but the thing that always throws me off with the draft is, like, since it's before free agency and yeah. like trades can't be finalized, so it'll be like this pick from this team and this team and this team and this team uh-huh. who's getting picked by this team for this team. And it's like right, and then that, he goes up on stage and puts on a different hat. And I'm like, I have no <laughs> clue who this guy will be playing for. <laughs> it's really true. Um, I remember that happening with the kid that uh, with Wiggins that was. Uh, uh, Wiggins, who was who was drafted by the Cleveland uh, Cleveland what, Cavaliers, Cavaliers, I was there it is. Browns, I don't, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers uh, before they got LeBron back, and then he never played obviously yeah. for Cleveland, and then it happened with your boy Luca, who you guys yeah, drafted. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> pictures of Luca wearing the Hawks hat. Uh, do um, you regret and, that? I mean, do, do you kind of um, wish you had Luca here? 
I I like Trey, but he I seems think to be I think a lot straight of a straight up, it's. Um, I mean, I think long run will tell, but yeah. I think the yeah. what the trade was was that pick and you got another three, one. four, five, and like ten or something like that, and and their pick next year. And, okay, so it could have been now. It could have been huge. It could have been huge. And now we, we, we picked Cam Reddish, yeah, and it, yeah. like that didn't, didn't amount to out. much. But like, I think in the time you have to take that trade. Well, Atlanta's could have been. Yeah, and are better than I anybody's mean, championships. Can, I tell we you can go all day with our draft uh, follies. What do you think about this kid who's taking number one overall? Wimby. <laughs> saw, They're calling him Wimby. I saw a great tweet. It was him walking, and <laughs> it said, here, here go here goes the little rascals off to try and get a loan. <laughs> Is this him like a long coat, a long like sports coat? <laughs> Because he's so like long and skinny, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he's uh, seven foot five, two ten. Man, I mean, um, he is—he's a stick. Yeah, he but, reminds me a lot of what Kevin Durant looked like when he came yes, out of um, Texas. But stretch, Kevin. If I mean, Kevin Durant's not as tall, like, right? But Kevin Durant's like seven feet tall. Yeah. He claims to be six eleven, so that he can play small forward. Yeah, um, but he's seven feet tall. Yeah. But like, at five inches and like the same weight. And you got Wimby. I are mean, you, the dude is tiny. Are you buying into the hype? Is he the next? Um, they're not even saying he's the next. He's the first of what is a unique uh, champion. So it, I think his player. his skill set is very like a seven footer who can shoot threes, can pull up from. That's pretty good. I mean, that's that's something we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, uh, seven guy seven foot five. I was a six footer who couldn't shoot threes. That's why my career in the NBA kind of it fizzled it, out. It fizzled out, really. You know, yeah, but uh, six foot one guy that can't shoot from beyond the arc or really <laughs> under the basket or anywhere on the court. Uh, it's not it, really. It turn, useful. Turns out they did not have any need for unathletic hey, white but guys. I couldn't play defense either, so I don't know which <laughs> side of the ball it was that really struggled. But both. Um, <laughs> but I do think. It's gonna be interesting to see how he can translate to the physicality. Yeah, that's the um, thing, right? Because injury. Which my is dad be hates one. the word physicality, so I love that. So I we just don't said say it. physicality. My dad hates it, but um, so I always throw it in um, just to make him mad. All right, excellent. Um, well, but that's a new name of this podcast: physicality. Brought <laughs> to you by Physicality Sports. <laughs> but because, uh, and I mean, we're cracking jokes about his frame, but like I've seen him play in some, like. I don't want to say pickup games, but like more exhibition Just games, like European games. Well, but like, like game, games, games over games over here okay. with like the um, the kids or, or the guys were coming up. Yeah, and like you can see you guys kind of out muscling him. Yeah, and that's I mean, going to be the thing. It's it's going to be how can you translate to that? Yeah, because the European game is a little more of a finesse. Like there's, I mean, all the big men can kind of score. Right. And whereas you know here we have Draymond Green. Right, um, and they're gonna. They're, they don't, there's no dream about Green. And, elbows. I mean, yeah, he's gonna. It's get gonna it. But it's. I mean, obviously, I. I hope he does great. I, yeah. You know, I want. We got nothing but, but good wishes for the kid. And I like San Antonio. I like Pop. I mean, That's like the perfect franchise for him to go to. Yeah. So. And Plus he, he grew up a San Antonio Spurs fan. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, Tony Parker's from France. Oh yeah. And, uh, so they yeah, had so a connection. they had like Tony Parker and. Um, uh, the other people from San Antonio, the uh, like his uh, the other great players <laughs> from the San Antonio, era. like Ginobili and Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, like they all kind of mentored him a little yeah, bit. Um, yeah. Well, that's a great mentor. Yeah, Tim Duncan. Um, I mean, if you can get ten, words Tim Duncan's out of him. one of those guys. By the way, that when you're like listing off the top ten best basketball players of all time, you'll get through ten and you'll be like, oh, I forgot about Tim Duncan. Yeah, and automatically put him at like number four or five or something yeah. like that. Well, I mean, he doesn't. He's a very unassuming. Yeah. Um, and he, and would fit Popovich so perfectly. 
Yeah, that was kind of why it was the match made. In and heaven. I'm wondering how long Popovich is gonna is gonna even stick around. But now that he's got new, I think blood, I, I think he, that was kind of his thing. Was like, we'll we'll burn this thing down, and I'll give you a couple years with you know the new yeah. the new breed. But uh, I will give you the okay to burn this thing down and trade. Um, uh, uh, DJ. Who did DeJounte you? Who did you? Um, yeah. What did you feel about the the Hawks draft? Um, it wasn't who I wanted in the moment, but who did we get? Uh, we got a a point guard. Oh, that's good. We need a point guard. <laughs> that was my thought. Was do we need a point guard? Um, you might. <laughs> but I mean, I think he's going to be all right. Yeah. I mean, I've, the people. Because I'm not, uh, I like basketball, but I'm no basketball right. expert. But the people who I do like were basketball experts have kind of like, you know, been saying like, well, it kind of works with what um, the head coach wants to do. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, cool. I'm in. Yeah. But are the Hawks just going to run it back with what they have? Or are you expecting man, anything big? This offseason is going to be so interesting. Um, just where we go yeah. from it. I mean, I've heard a lot of people say that they want, they want to just bring everyone back because they think the coach can, yeah. ins- it can and, install a system. That and I, I, that's, that's kind of what I think too. Um, but it's, it's just going to be, and free agency starts here in a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know, all the trades will start happening and it's going to be interesting to see where everything goes, but you can make an argument for anything right. with the Hawks right now, right. because it's like the, you know, the, some would say the talent's there. It's been the coaching. Some would say the talent's not there. Some would say we're missing a couple of pieces. we got to move some pieces around. It's just – it's there's an argument for everything. And so well, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I'll tell you this. Something that's even more sad than the Hawks is nice. the fact that we have now entered into what is known as uh, the sports drought of the year. Yes. This is the time when nothing is really happening in the, in the realm of sports, probably for the next really – at least for the next month, some people say even until kickoff for college football, you got really nothing of importance happening have, other than the, the dog days of, of Major League Baseball. You have regular league baseball, regular league, regular season regular baseball. Regular league baseball, yeah. yeah. <laughs> regular season baseball, and you got some golf. Um, oh, man, I loved watching golf. Well, I mean, you know, you had the U.S. Open. Um, <laughs> which that was, or the, yeah, the U.S. Yeah, Open was fun. that's true. Um, but, yeah, man, there's just not much. There's nothing. And I mean, I like both those sports, but you know, like I was, we were saying before this podcast started, like you're here without a car all weekend. And it's like, it's not even like there's some, some good sports to turn on. I know. Right. There's nothing. You're just like watching movies. I'm just sitting here. Yeah. Reevaluate my life. And I got to this place where I'm sitting at my home without a car for three days. Yeah. But I mean, you're making the most of it. You're still alive. Um, <laughs> you know, because you brought me food. You brought me lunch today. Shout out to uh, Jim and Nick's. Jim and Nick's for bringing us lunch today. <laughs> went, went to the drive through with today. Took a solid 10 minutes. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is a this is a time uh, of the year where you, you, you start to see a lot of projections and stuff for the NFL, yeah. college football. So but that's all we can do, on, though, is just. Can do, and there's nothing. There's no. It's, it's list season. Yeah. Um, you know, who are going to be the. The, the top 10 most overrated NFL quarterback. Like, it's just, it's a time where people just make lists because right. there's nothing really <laughs> there's to talk nothing about. There's nothing else to do. Um, because, like, you know, baseball isn't at, we aren't in, like, pennant race time, which is where baseball really gets kind of fun to watch. Right. Um, and I enjoy baseball, but you know what I mean? Like, there's... I don't... I, I do too, but... Like, but, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, it's a, right now, it's just a background noise. Um, yeah. Which is great for, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's there's just nothing. There's no, there's nothing big on the horizon that you get kind of get the anticipation going. Yeah, well, the, and, the and like at this point in time last year, the Braves were ten games back, 
and it right. like it didn't. You now know, it boringly, fine. they're in first place. It's yeah, just like, but why, you know, but, why even watch? Doesn't even but matter. I'm saying that like it doesn't really matter. Like you <laughs> right. know, you can turn, you can still change right. things. That's, uh, the, that's yeah. the thing about baseball is it. You the uh, and that's good up. and bad, right? Because yeah. you could be down early in the season and you're like, oh, it's a long, it's, season. it's a long season. Yeah. Or you can be up and be like, oh, it's, it's a long, long season, right? So so do you think like having this kind of this law in sports? Uh, before everything and everything starts to ramp up, you know, in, in the end of August and into September, uh, as you hit playoffs and everything else, is it good to kind of have this this time to like sit back and and either appreciate when you have a lot of sports or at least to take a breath and be like, okay, I can take care of some other things in my life. I can spend time with my family, you know, <laughs> who I've been to. I'm told are great people. I can read a book. I can go to the beach. Now, if you're me, <laughs> they just uh, put out. Tears of the Kingdom, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> okay. And that is so taking that is taking up video games, taking up a lot yeah. of my time. <laughs> that game is so much fun. Um <laughs> Legend of Zelda. Oh, it's so good. I remember hunting the Triforce. That was good times. That was when I was young. I back mean, before my NBA career. <laughs> and, and my what was the other thing I did? I can't even remember. Oh, I said you're an insurance salesman. <laughs> before I sold insurance. Um, but yeah, no, I mean it's definitely it's a time to kind of get some other things done. Yeah. Um, before, you know, <laughs> before you're before, done. before my, my attention goes elsewhere. Um, <laughs> because really the, the next break after, after this starting, starting, because uh, well, it, you know, next but, you break know, it's like after the Super Bowl, you get a couple of weeks before like the masters and all the other spring stuff starts happening. But, but you know, every drought is usually followed up by a time of plenty. That's, that's and, right. Uh, that's a good biblical word. My hey friend. man, that's, that's what I'm here for. You're when rubbing it rains, off on me. It pours, but when it doesn't rain, it get real boring. It get real boring. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the, the fruits of October, November are made sweeter by the lulls of July, oh my of gosh. June and July. That is, that is wisdom. That is wisdom brought to you by Edward Dickey here. I haven't been, uh, I haven't, no one has been able to hear my thoughts for like a month. <laughs> you got so. storing up a bunch of them. Uh, something, else, uh, something else I want to talk about just for a minute uh, on the sad level is uh, apparently the PGA is, is full of, full of it. Yeah. Uh, man, and it, and I, I don't even the, understand the, what has happened with and this I'm, live I don't, buyout. I don't know exactly. And so I'm not going to pretend to sit here and be. A lot of people in, got screwed. A lot of people who really stuck up for the PGA. Saudi Arabia owns the PGA now, from what I can understand. And it seems like the live guys are going to be in charge of like the business. They're going to kind of pay for stuff, right. and the PGA guys can be in charge of the golf, that which would... sounds good. But like, I, I like to kind of deal with um, you know people who didn't who don't murder dick, um, who don't murder journalists. Yeah, that'd be great. People um, who don't support nine eleven. Yeah, um, I mean. Call me, call, call, call me, me crazy, crazy, but call me crazy. yeah. I well, usually, you know, the Senate is actually looking into this. There's a there's a investigation going on right now. Well, that's good. It's but, possible this thing gets shut down on a, on a governmental it's, level. That's it's how like, bad this is. When if I was Rory, because Rory came out heavily against the yeah. the Live Tour, biggest biggest supporter of PGA, and I mean, really went and turned down a lot of money, something like seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, I think is what I heard, and. But in doing so, burned a lot of bridges. Yeah, um, called out a lot and of the live guys. Playing for live anyway. And, and but then PGA folds for the money, and it's like where where was that? If you're the because like you know the head of the PGA was if, saying yeah. like saying like you know well none of my PGA players have ever had to answer the question why do you play on the PGA tour? Well, like you live guys like, and then he's gonna fold at the first 
first offer first sniff of yeah uh, um, money. and you know it's what do you do if you're a PGA player? Is there any is there any thought? Is I there, mean, you if if I'm the PGA, I I mean, there has to be some way to sue the PGA. Some of the <laughs> I, I think that I think that's definitely a possibility. But some of these some of these PGA players were very uh, clear, and the reason why they didn't go with the live and and live money is because they didn't want to support where yeah. the money was coming from. Yeah, and now. It's almost as though they don't have a choice. Yeah. Is there any thought? And this is something I want to throw out to you. This is this is not the fun segment, but it's be fun to think about while we're being sad. Uh, is there any thought that you get someone like Rory and maybe Tiger, and you get a, a small consortium of really powerful and rich athletes to say we're going to form a new association, a new um, league? Is I, that possible I, at all? You, in theory, yes. But I feel like there's a lot more to starting a league yeah. than just being like, "Hey, show up here on on Thursday." Yeah, you can't just send out a mass text. Don't you think um, that that would be very popular though? Like, if you just got the top ten players or just a handful of the best twenty five players, it'd be and, interesting. And you said we're going to play each other every weekend. Um, I mean, don't you think people would pay for that? Don't you think NBC y- would line up and be like, "Okay, yeah, here's I a, mean, here's yeah, a billion but dollars like, to watch that for five years." I w- I would think yes. But I also know that I, there's there's more to coming up with TV deals. Yeah, I mean, but as like in if this were a movie, <laughs> that exactly that would that would be the outcome. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. I I mean, yeah, I'm interested to I'm, see what the Senate is going to do. Yeah, that's I didn't know that. Yeah, but because that, that's that's a whole. They're always looking color. to get involved in sports. You know how they are. Yeah, because they got oh. nothing better to do. <laughs> Well, everything else is perfect. So. Yeah, everything else is perfect. The world is perfect right now. Yeah, but All yeah, right. no, that was that's sad. Speaking of what is fun, uh, let's move on to our fun. And I had this thought the other day, and I, I texted it to you, and uh, we're going to talk about it here now on the podcast. But I, I watched this call that happened uh, earlier in the week. You may have seen it. It was a baseball call where the player was sliding into home and uh, initially was called uh, safe. Um, or it was called, I'm sorry, it was initially called out because the catcher pinned him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they went to review, and on the review, they said that the the catcher was blocking the plate, and he yeah. wasn't blocking the plate, yeah. but they called him they called him safe because they said he was blocking the plate. Yeah. And it was such a, everyone that I heard on sports radio and on ESPN and everywhere else was saying, this is such a terrible call. And what made it even worse is that it was, uh, it was instant replay kind of call. Mm-hmm. We've seen we've seen these kind of calls in all major sports since as long as there's been instant replay even before that. Mm-hmm. And I had this thought, uh, and it's a con- it's kind of a conspiracy theory kind of thought, uh, but it's a fun kind of thing to kind of go down the road. And I'm thinking that there are moments when the referees are either told or somehow come up with the idea themselves to make these atrociously bad calls simply to generate conversation about their sport. Because we were talking about, we were just talking about it. The fact that we're in the middle of a drought, we're mm-hmm. in the middle of a, the mundane in day in day out of baseball, which can be fun. But if you're if you're fired up and talking about something controversial, it, f- it feels more yeah. involved and fun. I, I get what you're saying. What do you what do you think about this theory of mine? It's just, I mean, I'm saying maybe. refs intentionally make bad calls in order to generate talk and excitement about their sport. Now here's. What do the ref? What do the refs or umpires get out of it? They, they get, get people they get, talking about the sport. Well, but like, did, I'm sure they get a little. Did, did they, I'm the saying, table. like, is, is your is part of your conspiracy theory? And also, we're going to need to link this into the Earth being flat. Um, <laughs> is part of this 
Major League Baseball paying them to do this? See, maybe it's if, if, we're, if we're just if we're just talking. I mean, for sake of argument, we're just going to talk about this call. Yeah, let's just talk um, about this. So, so Major League Baseball will be paying them. It's built into their contract. Oh, okay. There's All an right. understanding that when we I didn't know if it was you, a bonus. When, um, I think that the, the commissioner has a button that he presses, and some kind of buzzer goes off on the, on the, on the, in the pocket of an umpire or referee. Well, that, that could be why and he, they didn't, know he to didn't make a bad call. He didn't punish the Astros because <laughs> he was also using electronic signaling. <laughs> See what comes around goes around, but no, that's, that, no, that's a very interesting um, concept. I personally, I don't necessarily think that it happens, yeah, right? But that is, it was like being incendiary. You got me saying it now. Yeah, being incendiary right. just for the clicks. Yeah, is from a sports side is an interesting concept that. It happens in every other field. It happens, yeah. Like I mean, if you go on YouTube, that's what YouTube is. Yeah, is like. Here are five reasons why um, Brian Scalabrini is better than Michael Jordan. You're like, that's yeah. just simply not true. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you clicked on it, though. Exactly. Right? And so, so I mean, that's a great way to talk about it. these. These bad calls are actually clickbait. Yes, for the, and for that, baseball, that's that's for how football. I had to. Every how I had to frame it in my mind. Yeah. Was do does the commissioner try and use clickbait basically just to get. Now, so there's there's kind of different versions of this conspiracy in my head. So there is a there's a version of it that goes all the way to the top, right? This is just something that happens, and that they do it from time a handful of times during the season, mm-hmm. whenever they feel like they need to generate some conversation. The other way that it could be is simply the referees uh, doing it themselves, either consciously or unconsciously, where they're like, "We're bigger than the game. We're bigger than the rules." We do what we want, yeah. and we're going to do this just to prove that we're bigger than the rules in the game, right? So it's not necessarily then about generating conversation, but it's about the referee saying, actually, we're more important than the rules, and so we're make a horrible call yeah. just to prove that. And I found, like, from coaching, uh, you'll run into those guys and, like... See? Yeah. Who... You have experience with this. But it'll be, like... I'll, I'll keep names out of it, but there was... Years ago, I had a Fred kid... Thomas. <laughs> I had a kid <laughs> that, I made that who name. would hold while he was blocking, and the ref kept telling him to stop holding. And then we ran a play to the other side, and he held from the backside, and he threw the flag. He was like, oh, I've told him three times not to hold. I was like, yeah, but the play wasn't even over there. Like, right. You're just doing this to prove that you can. Right. Like, this is dumb. Um, it's a power thing. It, exactly. Yeah. And, um, and that's also like if there's, if there's one manager who's arguing a lot more, you got to think that umpires like you know what screw them yeah I'm I'm not because they're human yeah and they're absolutely right. you yeah, know yeah, if yeah. I'm gonna sit there and poke you eventually you're gonna turn around and punch right. me right and so that's um, what I'm saying it, it's not necessarily a conscious thing maybe maybe it's unconscious maybe it's just a, yeah it's just a human it's reaction a, yeah. to, to power dynamic yes and it's like you think you're in control no I am yeah um, it's kind of like Putin where he's like you know what we're still strong we're great let's invade Ukraine right and now he's and now he's like oh he might not even be in charge as of this radio program right now yeah um, <laughs> last we heard he was evacuating um <laughs> so uh it's, it's fascinating I, I i just think there's something to it because there's no what i'm trying to do what what, what this conspiracy is trying to solve and every every conspiracy is trying to solve a question trying mm-hmm. to answer a question what i'm trying to answer is how on earth can you make that call yeah like what yeah, yeah. is it that's going to because that, that especially this week the particular call i'm talking about 
it was clearly not blocking the play. Yeah. This guy was clearly out. And there's just, there was video evidence. That's how it was called originally. Mm-hmm. And then they changed it upon review. And my question, like, how do you make that call? And we've seen this happen yeah. in every sport, in every sport. That pass interference that wasn't called on the Vikings <laughs> against New Orleans. That, that's, that always comes, or the Rams, comes into my head because I'm it like, was New Orleans. It was New Orleans, right? So New Orleans. Um, pass interfered. Well, they, they got pass interfered and then. And right. just acted I like just the biggest the babies quick. about it. Well, it, they had the right to because that they, was the they most bought, obvious They bought billboards in Atlanta. That was the most obvious miscall in the history of the NFL. You know what else? They had the ball first at home in overtime. <laughs> I'm not saying they shouldn't have won. Yeah, I'm but saying, that's, that's I'm saying, my, yeah, no, yeah, it was, yeah, it was no, a bad no, no, call. No. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was they, a terrible call. That, that's not an excuse for them to lose. Yes. Uh, but in any case, my point is that we see these things happen mm-hmm. all the time. And I'm just trying to answer the question, like, how is that possible? It can't be just human error. Yeah. Because we got the replay. Yeah. And I think sometimes, like, letter of the law and intent, I don't don't think you should be doing replays in slow motion. Oh, wow. Because it's, I mean, it might have been like, well, technically his foot was blocking, therefore, but if you look at... Look at, you know, verse five, chapter six of the rule book, um, 7AB, 6-4, footnote seven. (laughs) If the shoelace has fallen onto the left side of the shoe. But it's like stuff like, (laughs) you know, whenever you have a guy in a booth not in the stadium who like, but and wasn't in the moment to to read it. Don't you think that's the most uh, fair way to do it? I mean, if you're going to do instant replay, then you should do it in slow-mo. I can understand like a bang-bang play. But, and it's, I still think that it is... And this goes more to my opposition to like robo. No, this is the answer. AI, uh, AI referees out there. But like, I still think it is a game played by humans, officiated by humans, and it should stay messed up by humans. Right? Um, At the end of the day, and and how you make that call is an interesting is an interesting um, conversation, and one I don't really have an answer to. Um, But I, I mean. Some people suck. So you're not. <laughs> that's that's the uh, that's the tagline of this podcast. Yeah, uh, but I don't us. know. No, it's a very interesting. And like, I wish I had a better answer. Yeah, but like I don't. Like it's. Well, I would like to hear from anyone else out there. Like, uh, shout out on Twitter. Shout out on on whatever social media you use. We want to know. Like, what do you guys think about this? How how do we make? How do these calls keep being made? These terrible, 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 terrible calls. Uh, unless there is some kind of power dynamic happening behind the scenes that we're not. We're not. And seeing. also, I will say. Most of the calls are good. Well, look, that is not fun, though. I, I know, I know, but I'm, I'm saying just most of the time, just, just everything in, is great. In, in defense of <laughs> officials, most of the time, and and nobody you, cares. You're speaking like an official, have you officiated a football game? I have not. I've looked into it. You get paid pretty well um, <laughs> because there's a, there's a ref shortage. But like it, no one no one talks about an official who's very good, right? You know, yeah, and that's the point, right? You should um, never you, you talk about the officials. But you, you should be the... Unless you're Ed Hockley, I don't want to hear your name, right? Th- that's a good point. Yeah. But, you know, you should be kind of just a, a silent observer. Right. And purveyor of the rules that's, quietly. I like that. That should be, the, that should be it. You're yeah. exactly right. See, seen but not heard. I had a friend who uh, was a, uh, a Little League um, softball referee, and she said... Uh, that she got into because she played softball and she really mm. enjoyed the sport. Um, but w- when she became a referee, she's like just dealing with the yeah. the parents and dealing with everybody else. She's like, I can't do it. It was too stressful. I had to quit. There was a video of a little league umpire 
who just middle of the game because the parents were chirping him and he was like you know what I'm gone I remember this I remember he took off, he he took his mask and, and just left off yeah. and it was he was just like I'm not doing it yeah it's not um, it. like if you don't want to act like this too yeah. well like and so this is we've kind of deviated from what we were talking about <laughs> but still but like it's fun to pick on refs. Um, let's go but like it always annoys me because I coach a lot of youth sports yeah. It's like this guy's making twenty dollars a game, right? Like right. Particularly he, little he, league, yeah. he does not need to have, yeah, a drunk parent yelling at him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> it's just you know, yeah, yeah. He's well. Shout out, shout out to all our refs out there. Because uh, I mean, without them, there's no sports. We can't do um, the game. But I, I do think that's an interesting uh, about like uh, missing it. Just to get something, something to talk about it. Yeah, because that that could very well be. I happening. think there's something to it. I think yeah. there's something to it. But I can see it. We'll have to leave that question hanging in the air. Well, that's all we got for this week. Yeah. Edward, it is good to be back on the air with you. Always. Uh, hopefully, won't be another month before we're back on, guys. We appreciate you tuning in and listening, and uh, hopefully, we'll see you in the next week or two. Yeah, yeah. All right, bye bye. <laughs>